When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Live Free Creative, the podcast that provides inspiration and ideas for living a creative, adventurous, and intentional lifestyle. I'm your host, Miranda Anderson, and I hope that each time you listen, you feel a little bit more free to live your life exactly the way you want to live it. Hey there, friends. Welcome back to Live Free Creative. I am Miranda Anderson, and this is episode six. Today I have some fun things planned for you. I have a couple fun segments and also I'm so excited to talk about capsule wardrobes. This is something that has been a big part of my life for the last few years and I got lots of questions about it. I think there's a lot of misconceptions about it and it's also so trendy right now or that word is trending and so it's been used in a lot of different ways. I'm excited to tell you how I use it and what it looks like in my life and give you some ideas for how it may work for you. First, I'm gonna start with a segment today that is new. I'm calling it Magical Adventure Moments. (laughs) If you can think of a better name (laughs) for me, you can let me know. I love to travel and I've been super lucky to be able to have traveled to lots of different places. I have been thinking that one way that I can help inspire this freedom to live an adventurous lifestyle is one of my goals with this podcast would be to share some of these really magical adventure moments that I've had while I've been traveling. Just short snippets, not like a whole long backstory, but just a short moment, a short memory that was really cool or really insightful or just really special. And so I'm going to jump in today with the first magical adventure moment. Last year for our 11th anniversary, Dave and I went to Kauai for a week. It was incredible and something that we had been wanting to do for a long time Kauai had always been on my bucket list. I think it's where my parents either honeymooned or they traveled there when they were early married. And so we had heard stories about them hiking the Kalalau Trail and the Nepali Coast and all of those things just from the time I was little. I said this was not going to have a long backstory and so I'm going to cut to the chase right here because (laughs) I was about to tell you a very long backstory. Picture this. Dave and I go to Kauai. We're on the North Shore where we go hike the Kalalau Trail which is along the Nepali coastline, something that I had wanted to do ever since I knew about it. We got to the top of the trail, swam in the waterfall, which was incredible and so fun. And then we started hiking back down. The views are just gorgeous. The day was perfect. The ocean looked beautiful and aqua and the plants were all vibrant and bright and there were lots of nice people on the trail. And near the end of the trail, We were running low on water, and it was so fun, but we were getting tired. It's kind of a strenuous hike, and so we were feeling tired and excited to be back to the car, which we had ended up parking a couple miles from the end of the trailhead just because of how busy it was. We were just chatting, walking along, and I remember thinking, I just really want like a really cold, yummy drink. 
and we rounded the corner, the very end of the trail, and there was a truck parked, and these Hawaiian guys were selling fresh juice in mason jars, and they were all shoved down into this chest full of ice, so they were super icy cold. And it was $10 for a big pint-sized mason jar And I chose pineapple juice. I think they had pineapple and guava and maybe one other kind. I chose pineapple juice. Had never been so happy to pay $10 for juice in my life. So Dave and I go, I unscrew the cap and take a swig. And it's like tasting liquid gold. It's so cold and so sweet. And my body was really tired and sweaty. And the sun was shining. And there's roosters walking around on the side of this road. And Dave and I walk towards the car. We have about a mile to go to get to the car, chatting and laughing and talking about how these guys probably went to Walmart and bought a bunch of like $2 Tropicana juice and poured it into mason jars so they could take advantage of the tourists. And we were so happy that they had done that because they delivered. I mean, maybe it was fresh. I don't know. (laughs) It's likely that it was fresh. We were just joking about all of the possibilities, but how it could have not have been more perfect for them to be there to deliver this juice to us exactly when we needed it. And it was just this moment that I, when I think about our trip to Kauai, that's one of those moments that just comes back to me. It was so magical. It was exactly what I wanted from that experience. And I'm so happy that it happened. Isn't that a magical adventure moment? Let's talk about capsule wardrobes. Speaking of Kauai, I packed a capsule wardrobe for Kauai. A capsule wardrobe is basically just a small, intentional wardrobe with things that you love. So if you have ever packed for vacation, you have in some small way created a capsule wardrobe. You likely did not bring everything you owned, on your trip. You decided on a few things that probably would mix and match okay together. You might have tossed in an extra vest or an extra jacket in case you needed to layer. There you had this mix and matchable small wardrobe that would get you through your vacation. To kind of help get across the idea of a capsule wardrobe, I want you to think about a capsule. What is a capsule? You probably are thinking of a medication that comes encapsulated. The medication's inside and the capsule is on the outside and it's closed up in there. You also, if you were a child of the 80s, you probably did some sort of a time capsule at some point in your life. I think my family did one for the year 2000 and I don't know that it's ever (laughs) re-emerged. I don't know if people do them anymore. But a time capsule is when you would put all of these sort of contemporary items, your favorite shirt or, you know, lip balm that you loved or I don't know what you would put in there, but some sort of favorites and you'd put it all in a little box or a bin or a basket and it would get closed up. This is the essential piece. It gets closed up and then it stays with all the things that are inside it for a certain amount of time before it gets opened up and you change things out. So you can think of a capsule wardrobe as putting a bunch of clothes together and then closing it up. That is going to be your wardrobe for a certain designated amount of time. Now the term capsule wardrobe emerged in the 70s. In London, there was a boutique owner who was selling the idea of creating an essential wardrobe 
for her customers. So you could go in and you could buy all of the basic pieces that you needed in a capsule wardrobe and you could mix and match them and you could be comfortable and confident in all of your clothing. The idea reemerged in 1985 when Donna Karen did a runway collection called The Seven Easy Pieces, and she had all of her models come out in black tights and black bodysuits and then proceed to layer themselves with the same seven pieces in different combinations throughout the show. So her entire runway collection was made up of seven pieces of clothing. Right now, the idea of capsule wardrobes is really trending because the idea of minimalism is trending and there are so many different variations of a quote-unquote capsule wardrobe. Some bloggers, fashion bloggers, will put together capsule wardrobes of all new pieces. So they'll go out and buy an entire collection of 30 to 40 pieces that they're going to wear for the fall and they'll share all about them and share all the different outfits that they create. And then those are the ones that they wear for the fall. And then come winter, they buy a whole new set of clothing to show you here's all the new pieces that will go well together for the winter and mix and match those. There's also a mini capsule wardrobe challenge that happens on Instagram every season called the 10 by 10 challenge. In this, people choose 10 pieces of clothing. And when we're talking about capsule, generally people are referring to tops, bottoms, shoes, and dresses. Not talking about underclothing, exercise gear, pajamas, or any type of like specialty uniform clothing that you might need for what particular activity. It's just your basic clothes that go into a capsule wardrobe. In the 10 by 10 challenge, people choose 10 items of clothing, that's including shoes, and mix and match them for 10 days. And I've done that and I love it so much. But let me back up to why I feel like a capsule wardrobe was a good fit for me and continues to be because I have been using capsule wardrobe since 2014. If we go back to the idea of a capsule being something that is created and then closed up for a certain amount of time, what it does when you're talking about your wardrobe is eliminate the need to think about adding clothing to your closet for the period of time that you're using your capsule wardrobe. So you put some thought and intention into your closet and then you don't think about it for the season or for the year or however long you choose for those 10 days because you've already made those decisions. You've chosen your clothing, you've chosen your shoes, you've put them on, tried them on, made sure everything fit right and felt good. You generally are only choosing things that you love and that you feel confident and comfortable in because if you didn't, then they probably wouldn't be included in your capsule wardrobe because you know as you're making this decision that you're going to be wearing these things over and over for the next few months or or weeks. And then as soon as you've got it all sort of assembled, you can close it up and not worry about it. I love eliminating unnecessary decision making from my life that saves my energy it saves my time it saves my money and when I started using a capsule wardrobe I had been feeling uncomfortable a little bit anxious about my clothes I had been feeling like I didn't really love everything in fact when I started coming around to the idea of trying out a capsule wardrobe, I recognized as I just sort of evaluated what I was wearing that I was sort of doing it anyway, just without getting rid of the other clothes in my closet. I was automatically reaching for the same types of things all the time. 
my favorite pair of jeans, a couple favorite t-shirts, those shoes that are really comfortable. I was avoiding things that I didn't like or that didn't fit well or that I didn't feel comfortable in and choosing to formalize it into an intentional capsule wardrobe meant that I got to actually make firm decisions about what stays and what goes and then the freedom and release of just getting rid of those things that I didn't really want or like anyway but I was hanging on to I don't know why was really amazing when I discovered capsule wardrobes I mentioned this in episode two about energy management I had just had my third baby and I was feeling overwhelmed by a lot of things not just getting dressed which if you've ever been pregnant or had a baby dressing yourself as your body changes through that time frame is really can be really stressful and awkward and so I had just had a baby and I was feeling like my maternity clothes were a little too big but my normal clothes were still too small and what was I going to do and I had all of these clothes most and especially when, when I don't know how you guys are but when I had my babies the clothes that I had been wearing previous to my pregnancy so nine months before a lot of them I didn't love anymore because the style had changed or my fashion sense had changed or just because my body never was exactly the same it still is not exactly the same as it was even if I got back to my pre-pregnancy weight my body was not the same that it had been before each of my babies I stumbled across this idea of a capsule wardrobe and I followed this plan there were a few adjustments to it though so I need to explain how I began the original plan that I followed talked about having a capsule wardrobe for each season so the blogger that I got the idea from created a capsule wardrobe for the spring and then she put most of that away and had one for the summer and then put most of it away and had one for the fall and the same thing for the winter and this particular blogger was buying new things every season to create a capsule wardrobe for the season and then within the season she was not buying anything but every time a new season rolled around she would evaluate and buy new things to go with the you know buy five or six new pieces that kind of would mix and match with the old stuff and So there was a lot of shopping involved and there was a lot of like strategy and I was not mentally prepared or financially prepared to like build an entire new wardrobe. So what I took from those guidelines was just some basic ideas. One was to go through everything that I owned, try it all on and decide what fit, what I liked, what was my style what I felt comfortable in, what I felt like myself in, and then allow myself to get rid of things that did not fit within those guidelines. I aimed for between 30 and 40 pieces because that was the recommendation from the blog that I was following. If you go to the show notes, I will put a link in there of a PDF that you can download to help walk you through this same process that I went through to initially begin my capsule wardrobe and also some links to the blogs that I had got inspiration from. I found that when I went through all of the pieces in my wardrobe and got rid of the things that I didn't want to keep and kept the things intentionally that I loved, that fit me well, that felt like me, I could immediately recognize there were one or two holes. I needed one more pair of jeans and I needed a white t-shirt and I think there was one more thing like a button-up shirt that I felt like would kind of round out my basic closet And that was it. Something that was really interesting as I started to do this process of taking everything out of my closet, 
trying every single piece on and considering with intention, do I want to keep this? If I'm going to have this limited number, I think what limiting the number does for you is makes the decisions real. You don't just keep something because you think there might be a possibility some time that you may think about wearing that thing. If you only have a certain number of slots that you're allowing yourself, then it really helps you hone in on what are the priorities? What is the thing that I like better than the next? And allows you to get rid of things that you don't really like but you hang on to just because you bought them. And just because you buy something isn't a good reason to keep it. What I found when I started pulling everything out and going through this process was that I was pretty much already dressing in a capsule wardrobe even though I hadn't gotten rid of the rest of my clothes. I was automatically reaching for the same things over and over and over again, day after day, week after week, because those were the things that I naturally felt right in. They fit well. I liked them. I liked the way they looked. I'm sure you all have your favorite pair of jeans or that favorite sweatshirt or t-shirt that you like to wear over and over. Those things are absolute perfect matches for a capsule wardrobe. And then if you have those things that you always pass up you look at or even try on and think I don't really like the way this looks that is a thing that you probably don't need in your closet at all what I want to do right now is tell you kind of how you could get started if you are interested in trying out a capsule wardrobe and then I'm going to answer a bunch of questions I did a call on Instagram for questions and hopefully as I get to these questions of kind of the latter half of the show that will help answer some of the things that you may have going on in your head so I'll just reinforce that the reason that I wanted to start a capsule wardrobe was that I did not want to waste my time my money my stress and my energy on those things I wanted to be able to focus and it felt really interesting and exciting to me the idea of loving everything that I had in my closet and being able to easily put things on every day. So if you're trying to get started, here is what I'm going to suggest. This is what I did that worked for me. Take every single thing out of your closet. This It's going to take a few hours. So every single thing comes out, you put it on your bed. Decide if you do want to limit yourself to a certain number. I think between 30 and 40 is where I started. Around 40 could be a good place to just get started, just to try it out. Remember, this is about you and your life. And so one size does not fit all when it comes to programs like this. It may be fun to try to do a specific type of challenge. But if you want to really make something that works well for you, you have to tailor it to you and what feels right. So maybe start at 40 as kind of a ballpark and then see if there are a couple more things that you really, really love, then keep them. If you only get to 30, don't keep 10 more items because you want to get to 40. Just leave a little bit of space if that makes sense. So once you have everything out of your closet, you try everything on. (laughs) Some things you may not need to try on because you will already know that you don't like the way that it fits. Things that you haven't tried on in a while or you haven't worn in a while, maybe try it on and look in a full-length mirror and be honest with yourself. Here are some questions to ask yourself. Does this fit? Do I love it? Do I feel like myself when I'm wearing it? Am I comfortable? Can I walk? Can I sit? Can I move around? Only keep the things that you can answer yes to all of those questions. If you love it, but it doesn't fit, 
don't keep it in your closet until it does fit. So you can tuck it in a box under your bed or you can hang it in the back of the closet maybe, but don't include it in your capsule wardrobe if it doesn't fit right because you're going to torture yourself. If something fits really well but you don't like the way that it looks on you, that is also a thing you should not have in your wardrobe. (laughs) Why? Why would you keep something that you don't like the way that it looks? If something you really love and it fits well but you're not comfortable in it or you don't feel like yourself that is also a bad it's a bad fit maybe not physically a bad fit but it's a bad mental fit this was something that I learned it took me a while to learn it that I could love a piece of clothing and still not feel comfortable in it because it wasn't my style it didn't feel like me so I really really loved it I loved it in the store I loved it on the hanger it fit my body well but when I had it on I didn't feel like myself And that was uncomfortable. So I can love clothing for other people. I can love it because the design is pretty or the print is just right or the fabric is beautiful. But I don't have to have it in my closet just because I like it. Does that make sense? The other things, so you may do this and end up with a pile of things that don't fit well, that you don't love, that don't make you feel like yourself and that are not comfortable. And you're going to feel really bad about that maybe. (laughs) So I want you to consider that those items of clothing have served their purpose. They served their purpose when you bought it because you liked it when you bought it maybe. It served its purpose because maybe you have worn it once or twice or a hundred times but you don't want to wear it anymore. That's okay. We a lot of times hang on to things because we have these ideas about the way we're supposed to feel about them or we get really attached to them, don't ask yourself, did I pay a lot for this? Because because something was expensive is not a good reason to keep it in your closet. If you don't love it, if it doesn't fit, if it doesn't make you feel like yourself, and if you're not comfortable in it, it doesn't matter how much you paid for it. You need to get the things out of your closet that do not serve you right now. Next, if you live somewhere with big season changes, you'll likely have some seasonal favorites sweaters, jackets, long sleeve shirts, heavier type pants or dresses, once you've pared down the rest of your wardrobe, you probably will have room in your closet to keep seasonal changes in a separate section of your same closet. That's what I do. I have a fairly small closet and my long sleeves and my sweaters and my jackets all go in one section of the hanging bar and then right now we're just at the end of summer and so I've still got short sleeves out. Those are all in the other section. And so I can easily, like on a cooler day like today, I actually wore a sweater over my dress to church and I later in the day grabbed a jacket. They were easily accessible for these in-between kind of summer turning into fall And then when winter comes around and turns into spring, those things are still easily accessible. If you simply don't have room for that or you decide to keep more things in your capsule wardrobe than you have room for in your closet, your seasonal things can go in a box and tuck them into whatever storage area you have. The attic, under your bed, in your garage, whatever is going to work for you. One thing that I have found in doing my capsule wardrobe, so I started in the fall of 2014 And I thought I was going to wear a fall capsule wardrobe until the winter and then switch and do a winter capsule wardrobe until the spring and then switch it again. What I found living in Austin, Texas was that the first wardrobe that I created 
was so seasonless and Austin is so seasonless, I was able to wear 90% of that first capsule through the entire first year. There were some sweaters and things that I had in the fall winter that I just didn't wear in the spring summer and I did pull out a couple short sleeve shirts and two pairs of shorts that I wore the next spring summer. For the most part, I kept the same capsule for the entire year. And I have found that that works the best for me even now, several years later, when I'm building a capsule. Like, And that phrase is even funny because I'm not truly building a new capsule wardrobe every season. I am only buying things when I need something to fill a hole in my mix and match wardrobe. And I am using mostly seasonless clothing. I use t-shirts and pants. Shorts I only wear in the summer and I usually get a new pair of shorts or two each summer and then have worn them out by the end of the summer. Actually, the ones that I have worn all summer this year will probably last until next year because they, for whatever reason, didn't get as worn out as they they have before. I like to use layers in the colder weather in order to create more season seasonal looks so adding a vest or putting a sweater over a t-shirt or adding a jacket those are all pretty simple things I have two pairs of more wintertime boots that I put away during the summer because I definitely won't wear them and then a couple pairs of sandals that I just tuck under my bed in the winter but for the most part my capsule wardrobe is fairly seasonless so I use the same clothing pretty much all the time. I probably shop about twice a year when I need something and I'll go get a couple things. Like last fall when we moved to Richmond, we moved here in August and I needed a couple sweaters because we didn't, we hadn't lived in the cold weather before. So I went and got a couple sweaters that I loved and then they're still the ones that I have and that I still love. So I'm going to use them again this year and I don't feel this big need to go buy a bunch of new stuff. I hope this is making sense. So swimsuits, exercise clothes, and special occasion are also separate. Once you pare down, you can probably see the needs that you have. So again, the idea of a capsule wardrobe is to reduce your shopping and increase your comfort and your confidence. The purpose of a capsule wardrobe is freedom. Freedom to go into your closet and put on any combination of things and feel like it is right, that you love it. I'm going to jump into some of the questions that I was asked and hope that if you have questions in your head that I address some of those things here. The first question I got, and I got this several times, is do you do more laundry? The answer to that is no, because I just wear one outfit a day. Regardless of if I have a million clothes in my closet or I have 30 clothes in my closet, I'm still only wearing one outfit a day plus maybe exercise clothes. I do laundry about once a week and the amount of laundry that I do is the same. So reducing the amount of clothing means that those same clothes get washed more, but I don't actually do more laundry. Someone asked, how much do you spend on a collection? And like I mentioned, I don't think that the idea of buying new clothes, like an entire new wardrobe for each season, really follows the principle of a capsule wardrobe which is to have these essential pieces that you can mix and match to reduce your shopping and increase your comfort and confidence so I don't 
have a budget necessarily that I spend on a collection. If you think about that idea that I was talking about at the beginning of the show about a capsule being something that you put a bunch of stuff in and then you close it up, I operate that way for months at a time. I will usually think about opening my capsule. Like if I talk about, oh, I bought this new ruffle romper for my fall capsule wardrobe, that usually means that I am in kind of a shifting phase. I take a week or two and kind of determine what are my needs for the upcoming season. It's normally around season changes. And if I have any needs, then I will try to find pieces that I think will go well with the things I already have. I also use those occasions to go through and get rid of things that are don't fit well anymore, that are overused or that are stained or ripped or need to be mended or that I just don't like anymore. I keep clothing for a long time because I most of the things that I have I really, really love and wear all the time. And so they do get worn out quicker. And so every, I would say about every six months realistically is when I'm thinking, what do I need to reevaluate about my current capsule wardrobe? Are there any things I need to take away or are there any things that I need to add? And then I'll shop specifically for those pieces that will fill the holes in my current wardrobe. And then I close that capsule back up and I don't think about clothing <laughs> except for just grabbing the things that I love every single day from my small limited closet and feeling super comfortable and confident all the time in what I'm wearing. And I don't think about it again. Someone asked how many pieces, and again, my answer to that is whatever feels right for you and your lifestyle. There are no real rules with a capsule wardrobe. Every blogger who writes about it talks about it differently. The person who invented it in the 70s used the phrase to just mean an essential collection of clothing that you can mix and match and wear all the time. Donna Karen in 1985 had seven staples. So I'm not suggesting that anyone pare down to seven pieces of clothing. I mentioned a ballpark to get started just to see where you want to land is probably between 30 and 40 and just see, see what happens. My formula, not that I have a specific formula because like I said, I'm not super strict with these rules. I follow the guidelines and the principles, which basically means that I'm not shopping very much like very, very, very little, and I'm only buying things that I love, that fit me well, that feel like my style, and that I'm comfortable in. Your lifestyle will determine your own formula. I, right now, have four pairs of pants, two pairs of shorts, one pair of denim overalls, and one pair of leggings. I have three rompers. They're all sleeveless, so I wear t-shirts underneath them. I have about 15, maybe 12 or 15 short sleeve shirts. I have five long sleeve shirts. I have 12 pairs of shoes, five sweaters, two vests, a handful of casual dresses that I layer with other things on top of them and sometimes even wear them over my jeans, and I have two occasion dresses. So the principles that guide my capsule are minimizing time, energy, and money spent. Yours may look really different if you are a professional and you have a work wardrobe and a play wardrobe you may need to dress differently for those things. I would think how much time do you really spend in each area and maybe give yourself kind of those guidelines for your percentages. You could probably still do one limited wardrobe and be happy. The more important thing is that you love the things that you have. Someone asked me where I shop for high quality basics. Actually, one of the things that surprised me the most with my year of not shopping that I talked about in episode four was how quickly I went through things. 
I wore holes in my knees within like six or eight months. I had multiple t-shirts that after a year of constant washing, one year needed to be thrown away at the end of my year. I mostly shop at Madewell because it fits my style and I like the quality and I like, as you probably have noticed after all of these episodes, I don't like to have a huge variety. I prefer to stick to things that I know that I will love. I wore my first pair of high-rise Madewell denim for six years, and I had to um, mend them twice. One time they ripped kind of near the zipper area, and one time they ripped on the back pocket, and both times I mended them. And after six years, when they were absolutely done, I took them to Madewell, and you can take in a pair of old jeans at Madewell and get $25 off a new pair of jeans there. So I took them in and recycled them and bought the exact same pair (laughs) of black high-rise Madewell jeans and just recycled the old ones. I also, just generally for clothing, I like H&M. I don't know that I would call it high quality, but I feel like they have some great basics. I love Emerson Fry, and it's expensive, so I only have a couple pieces from her, but I love her clothing. And I also love the idea of shopping from local boutiques and designers when possible. And this is also a good place to mention that I sew. I sew clothing, and I love sewing for myself. And so one thing that has been really fun with a capsule wardrobe is considering what things I can make that I love and including those in my capsule wardrobe as well. I was asked about capsule wardrobe for kids, and this is absolutely something that we do. Capsule wardrobing for my kids, kids are growing, and so generally you're buying new clothes at least once a year when they grow into like the new size, right? So what that looks like for us is shopping two times a year. I shop in the fall winter for their cold weather clothes, and then I shop again in the early spring for their spring summer clothes. And in between that, we really don't buy anything for them. I get a handful of great basics that they can mix and match, and I don't worry about it in between. Another question I got is, do you keep items in rotation all the time? And I totally do. There are some things that just stay in my wardrobe all the time until I literally wear through them all the way. And like I mentioned with those Madewell denim, Sometimes I wear through them all the way and then I just replace them with the exact same thing because I love them so much. So it's really easy for me to shop for replacement items and for things that I know that I need because now that I've sort of established and gotten really comfortable with what I love and what fits my lifestyle and my personality, I'm able to feel really happy with the things that I wear. Someone asked about unexpected occasions. My suggestion for this would be that there are lots of ways to wear new clothes that don't involve buying them and keeping them forever in your closet. You can borrow clothes from friends and that also builds this community that you're sharing something with someone. You can rent clothes for special occasions. There are lots of services that allow you to do things like that. So you don't have to go buy something new that you're going to wear one time. If you're going to wear something only one time, the better thing is probably to just borrow it or rent it. Maternity clothes are kind of this whole other thing. And I would say even like the um, maternity and postpartum period probably can be boxed up and stored if you're planning on having another child. I would absolutely capsulize a maternity wardrobe. So when you know that you're going to need maternity clothes, choose a handful of maternity basics that you absolutely love and then stick with those, mix and match them. You will totally get sick of them, but you're going to get sick of whatever you wear, whether you're wearing 100 pieces during your maternity or whether you're wearing 10, you're going to get sick of it anyway (laughs) because maternity clothes are funny. So 
I would say capsulize that and then pack them away and bring them out when you're pregnant again. Someone asked me, a couple people asked, do you get bored? And I don't, but that's because the capsule wardrobe is right for me. Maybe it's not right for you if you try it out and you feel like you are super bored or you get really sick of the things that you chose. I don't think that a capsule wardrobe is for everyone. I don't think that a minimal lifestyle is necessarily for everyone. I have found that using a capsule wardrobe gives me so much freedom because I love what I'm wearing all of the time. It doesn't take me almost any time at all to decide what to wear. I feel comfortable and confident in my clothing and I feel like I have a sense of self and a sense of style with what I wear. I don't get bored, but maybe you get bored of looking at me in the same things all the time. (laughs) Let me do the math for you though. So if I have eight bottoms, 20 tops, two vests, and five sweaters, you know how you do the math on that? You multiply. So if you have five tops and five bottoms, you can make 25 outfits, right? So then add in shoes. Maybe you have 10 pairs of shoes. Then you can make 250 outfits. Add something like a vest, that doubles it. So then you have 500 outfits just with the same things. So with the clothing that I have right now, eight bottoms, 20 tops, two vests, and five sweaters, I can make 1,600 outfits, That's not to say, and that doesn't even include shoes, that's not to say that I would like all of those outfits because I think some things mix and match better than others, but I have done the 10 by 10 challenge a couple times in that. The 10 by 10 challenge is 10 items of clothing worn for 10 days, and I have been so happy. I feel like every single day I have a fully different intentional outfit with just 10 pieces. I'm going to put a link to the show notes for my fall 10 by 10 challenge last year so you can get an idea of how the same pieces can be worn a bunch of different ways. That's one thing that I also like about the capsule wardrobe. I feel like it is really creative. It's using this limited number of things in lots of different ways. You are able to see how fun it is to play around with things and maybe wear them a little differently than you normally would. The last question is, do you feel like you're giving up a lot of options or favorites by reducing your wardrobe? And my answer to that is no. I am only keeping my favorites. I give up nothing except for maybe rotating trendy things that I would be wasting my time, money, and energy on anyway. Creating and living with a capsule wardrobe for me has been choosing to only keep my favorites not feel bad about getting rid of everything else. I don't feel attached to things that I don't love. I don't feel attached to things that don't look good on me. I don't feel sad that I paid for that thing and I don't really like it anymore because I feel like it already served its purpose and it's totally okay for me to move on. I'm much happier living with a smaller, more intentional wardrobe. I hope that this has answered some questions for you about capsule wardrobes. And if you have any more questions, feel free to send them over to me, livefreecreative.co backslash podcast. Find episode six and leave a comment with questions that I could maybe address in a future episode. To finish off today, I want to do a really quick peaks of the week. Okay, I know we're getting long, so we just have a couple. My very favorite treat of this week, I've been making these oatmeal chocolate chip peanut butter chip sea salt cookie balls, and then instead of baking them, I'm freezing the dough and microwaving it into a pizookie 
and then putting a scoop of ice cream on top. It's amazing, and I'm going to point you straight to the show notes where you can find the recipe, and you can find out how awesome it is to microwave cookie dough if you didn't know about it. That's totally one of my favorite tricks. My second peak of the week is the skincare that I use in the shower that is from Triderma. It's a wrinkle eraser exfoliator. It's super gritty and I feel like it just does the best job. You can hear me like putting my hands over my face because it does the best job of just like scrubbing off all that dead skin. I love it so much. And I ran out after about a year of using it. It's this little pot. It's about 20 20 bucks. And I just bought a new one because I love it that much. So I will put a link to that in the show notes. My podcast peak of the week is a kids podcast that I've been listening to with my kids. It actually, I heard of it on the Young House Love podcast, which is another peak of the week, but this one is called Story Pirates. It's this really, really funny show for kids. They take kids stories and then remix them and turn them into songs or act them out. It's hilarious and I love that it's made for kids, but made also knowing that adults will be listening so there's some really witty lines and some humor that's kind of over the kids heads that just makes me laugh and the songs are hilarious and we just love it i have a whole blog post about my favorite kids podcasts story pirates is one of them and i'll link the whole list in the show notes so that you can check those all out and my final peak of the week is a book that's one of my favorite books of all time it's called essentialism it is the art of choosing the things that you want to care about and getting rid of all the rest and that is what a capsule wardrobe is about and that's what I feel like minimalism is about and that's what choosing the life that you love is about saying yes to the things that you want to be doing where you can put your highest amount of energy and do the most good and then absolutely saying no to everything else and that is a an important piece of forming a capsule wardrobe and sticking to it. So if you get a chance, you definitely should read it. I highly recommend it. I will put a link to it in the show notes. And I want to thank you so much for being here. Episode six of Live Free Creative. As I'm thinking about these episodes and preparing to share with you, my goal is that you will be inspired to do small things in your life to help you live more freely and more creatively and more adventurously. And I'm so curious if any of you try out a capsule wardrobe, I want to hear how you do it and what you think. It has been amazing for me and I hope it will be for you too. If you get a chance, leave a review over on Apple. And also, I always love when you share the podcast with your friends and family. So thank you so much for doing that and I will see you next week. Bye-bye. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.